0: Welcome to Hit the Books, the only weekly realistic fantasy booking podcast in the WWE universe. That's right. Every single week, we book our own versions of Raw and SmackDown. And none. we need some writers for the shows, obviously. So I am the head writer of Monday Night Raw, Brian um, Nightsy. I almost forgot my name for a second there. And with me, as always, is the man, the myth, the legend himself, the spicy nugget. Uh for twenty twenty one. Uh Mikey Man Freddy. Mikey, how you doing, my friend? Twenty twenty-one, more like twenty twenty nug. Not a one, not a rhyme. Don't go immediately into a dab. <laughs> I'm <laughs> insulted. I'm insulted by the dab. I'm insulted by the lack of rhyme. Like it could have been twenty twenty fun. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but you yeah, but that's that doesn't have
1: to do with my nickname of spicy nug. 20,
0: spicy nugget.
1: 20, 20, 20, 20, no, 20, no. 20. 20, No.
0: Spi- spicy, know. spicy, spicy one. Spicy, spicy one. There it is. The spicy, In,
1: spicy into, one. Into the Lord's Year, spicy, spicy one. <laughs> oh
0: my God. Oh my God. The spicy, spicy one. The spicy, the spicy, spicy, spicy. The
1: spicy,
0: spicy year. The sp- Why didn't anybody... i I love i love nicknames for years but why didn't anybody come up like just why don't we just say 2020 as in 20 squared
1: (laughs) that's true 20 squared i think that was a Uh, loss because 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 let's be honest 2020 doesn't
0: deserve a nickname that's fair it's been a crappy year and it doesn't deserve any more nicknames than it already hasn't gotten yeah (laughs) how are you doing dude it's 2021 officially um it is finally
1: 2020 is kicked out the door let's hope things improve
0: yeah well what are you talking about as soon as the clock struck midnight everything my mask dissolved i assume everyone else is dissolved uh went up into thin air thanos style
1: um the, the mass and the coronavirus just all all just poofed into nothing at midnight
0: yes when i and all of
1: a sudden everything was fine
0: yeah when i got my stocking on christmas day there was a vaccine in there
1: all the restaurants were open and thriving. It was great.
0: At least I hope there was a vaccine. There was a bunch of loose needles in my stocking, but surely uh-huh. that's Santa Claus. And not surely something. one of
1: them was the vaccine.
0: Yeah, surely I injected all of them, hoping, but surely it wasn't <laughs> like uh, it wasn't some like homeless guy I thought was Santa. <laughs> I let in. Ho- I let into my house.
1: Who said he had the coronavirus vaccine?
0: Yeah, they <laughs> just dumped needles into my. This is a dark opening. I'm in a. We- There's a weird energy today. Uh, and I don't know. I I don't know. I feel I'm feeling like weird. I'm feeling flirty and free. Uh, it's 2021. Who are, so. you fe- who are you feeling flirty with, sir? Myself, I you, guess. You are taken. I am, How dare you? I am spoken for. How dare you feel flirty with anyone else? I'm not, I'm flirty with myself. You know? Don't you ever feel flirty with yourself, Mikey?
1: <laughs> not usually.
0: <laughs> oh. Well, that's
1: <laughs> I why. I mean, I guess. I guess like. Sometimes I, like, walk past the mirror if I'm, like, in a nice outfit, and I'm like, dang, look at you. <laughs> Looking
0: good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. Pop Is it obvious collar. I don't know how to flirt even with myself? You pop your collar, you tilt your trilby. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, my lord. You're, you're saying, it to you. yourself, <laughs> saying it to yourself in the mirror, my lord. I dare you. Um... But yeah, uh, 2021. Do you are? I feel like we talked about this last week, um, since it was like the New Year's Day thing. But new, we're we're in both not New Year's resolution kind of people. But uh, after a week yeah. of thinking about it, is there anything that like you want to at least strive to do? Like, get
1: better. Get better at saving money. I think.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Maybe take it easy on the fast food all the time.
0: Yeah, I think for me, it's get back into, I was going to say fighting shape, <laughs> get back into fighting shape. By that, I mean fighting with uh, my belt. Ryan's
1: 2021 is the year Ryan gets in the ring.
0: Yes, yes, I'm gonna go back into the ring, and by that, I mean <laughs> wedding ring gals, you know what I'm talking about uh, uh no, uh, I'm talking about i need to get I need to lose some weight dude the pan- everyone's put on the pandemic pounds, uh, and now it's twenty twenty one time to lose pandemic, some. the pandemic pounds yeah, time to lose those babies, those hush puppies that I've gathered
1: it's like it's like the freshman fifteen, but what is it like the the, I think I like the pandemic. Now I think that works. There's I, no number.
0: I don't. I don't works. remember. I don't remember what I weighed before the pandemic. But I I weighed myself recently, and I think I've basically gained 15 pounds since the pandemic has started. I don't even want to no that's fair honestly i'm terrified
1: to even check
0: i only i only found out because i had the mail christmas presents and i needed to find the weight of the package i was like oh no what have i done i wasn't ready for this i wasn't ready for this this morning um but yeah i need to get rid of those pandemic pounds i i mean obviously like you and i are gonna be like the last people to get those vaccines and whatnot but I I really want to, like, try to go back to my rock climbing gym to go back there. Mm, I really want to...
1: another resolution is get vaccinated. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. Like... A- an easy-to-do
0: re- re- resolution. But I want to, like, you I know... Mean, as long it. as they start rolling it out to, to, to people like us soon. Yeah. I mean, my thought process is that, like, around February, things will... Not go back to normal, but go back to when they were like, it was like August, July, you know, where it was like, it was like, okay, the the, the it's crazy out there, but it's less crazy than it kind of was. Um, it's still not great, still social distance, still wear masks, but it's not like holiday season where it's like in Georgia, we have like 7,500 cases a day still rising um, as this podcast is being recorded. Uh, It's, you know, I think it'll go back to normal And then maybe it's like, okay, maybe I can go back out to the gym and whatnot And then I'm probably guessing around April, May is when uh, We'll get vaccines since, you know, we're young, healthy people for the most part Besides these pounds that I've gathered Again, these hush puppies (laughs) These hush puppies Um, But, you know, we're one day at a time, I guess I don't know yeah, one day at a time. Yes, yes, yes. That's yes. That, that's this, that's just the new slogan for every year from now on. Hey, baby, you know it's 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 I it's, it's what it is. It's what it, it's what 2020 has be, become. there was a tagline to 2020, and it was one day at a time. Now 2021 yeah. is like let's get back, let's get back those days or something. I don't 2020, know. 2020,
1: it'll end eventually. It'll end.
0: <laughs> don't worry this will fly by way faster <laughs>
1: uh, it did though I feel like 2020 simultaneously just started and has like I feel like it just started and also I feel like it's gone by so slowly you know yeah. I feel like it's gone by so fast yet also so slow at the same time
0: yeah I and I don't know I, I 100% agree I have no idea what it is but it's just like this is what it this is what it feels like nowadays yeah it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, it's crazy, and I don't like it. <laughs> me neither. Um, okay, well then let's get into it. It is Friday, so you know what that means. That means it is hit the books oh. time. Yeah, slide that little reference in there. Uh, rip to a real one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm. So, I don't know why I'm asking like a DJ disc jockey over here. It a, oh boy, that maybe that's what our weird mood is currently. Uh, anyways.
1: Oh i think that i think that might be part of it yeah uh
0: anyways um it's time for hit the books um it is time <laughs> i was like i can't get into it too much man because <laughs> it's it's 2021 it's been like two three weeks by now um
1: yeah. but you know we're uh, to it, i guess to put a date stamp on this we're recording this very
0: the day after
1: yeah the day after the news was broke about uh brodie lee yeah.
0: so it's a little weird move.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, rest in peace, man.
0: Yeah,
1: great. Apparently, a great guy. Obviously, we've never met him, but from all the stories people have been saying, he was clearly a an awesome person in and out of the ring. So,
0: exactly. Rest right. in peace. Exactly. He will right. be
1: missed by a lot of people,
0: and you know, it. it we'll get through it. I'm sure uh, you guys on Independent Waters watched an indie match from Brody Lee back in his indie days. Yes, we did. And I'm thinking about doing like an in-memoriam article from like all the wrestlers that passed in 2020. I'm thinking about writing that. It's going to get a timestamp. It it might be out, (laughs) I guess is what I'm saying. Uh, Who knows? Who knows? Um, Maybe. Um, But let's get into the goddamn show. Um, Let's get into Hit the Books. Like we said at the top of the show, Friday Night SmackDown is Mikey's domain. I handle Monday Night Raw. Every single week, we've booked our own versions of Raw and SmackDown, uh, and we present them to each other, but also you. It's almost like our own Secret Santa every single week, Mikey. Um, So basically, we are going to. Um, Show you Tell you what all of it Everything happens, the matches, the promos, the storylines The championship changes, what have you What will be, will be Uh, And then We will, uh, you The audience at home, get to vote on whose card You thought was better, was it Raw Was it Smackdown, you can vote All weekend long on our Twitter page At CountoutPod So without further ado Mikey, let's get into it I'll start off with Monday Night Raw yeah so opening up the show we have drew mcintyre drewy max mcintyre he says he's not here for pleasantries like keith lee you know i'm not that nice last week roman reigns cost me my number one contendership against dijakovic and i don't think i'm going to talk about why he made the biggest mistake of his life roman reigns get out here Roman Reigns, come on down. Come on down. You want a brand new car. Uh, <laughs> you want a boot to the face. <laughs> you, you want a Claymore. Um, after a pause, no one comes out. Uh, so he doesn't want that free car. Uh, McIntyre decides to leave the ring. We cut to backstage and see McIntyre storming the locker room area, looking for Roman's room. He passes other wrestlers like Ali and Alexander, Nia Jackson, Tamina, who uh, are holding baseball bats, I might add. Um Jeez. McIntyre asks if they've seen Roman. They all say no. Eventually McIntyre finds Why do they have bats? Now we'll get to it. Eventually Jeez. McIntyre finds Roman's locker room with five security guards outside. He starts to dispatch of them, but with then but then Heyman, Paul Heyman comes out and stops him. McIntyre call grabs Heyman by the throat, by the collar, if you will, and Heyman tries to calm him down heyman tells mcintyre that he has a message from roman he tells mcintyre that if you want roman you're gonna have to come back later because he's not here but 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 roman wanted me to tell you that he's a reasonable guy he says you can he can make sure you become number one contender all you have to do is call him the rightful champion and the head of the table mcintyre Uh. refuses and throws hayman against the wall and then leaves
1: yikes Stormed poor Hayman poor Hayman having to get involved here with uh-huh. the
0: wrath of Drew McIntyre I mean he 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 chose his side I guess moving into the first match of the night we have Alistair Black uh, he's taking on Dolph Ziggler uh, who has of course Robert Roode in his corner um, easy sort of win here for Aleister Black not an easy win you know it's still a back and forth match here but Aleister Black gets the win um you gotta put Dolph Ziggler in here to sell that black Mass like utter death um after the match black goes for a second black Mass on Dolph Ziggler but rude gets involved um uh and doing so ensured his fate when uh he got involved so uh black decides to give the black mask to rude instead jeez uh, there we go Grittle. there we go Moving right along, backstage interview with Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke outside their locker room. Uh, Charlie asked uh, that they've had a lot of recent success uh, uh, at this time, and now they have a shot at the Women's Tag Team Championships. What is the cause behind all this great chemistry? Mandy says that they've bonded a lot over their backgrounds. You know, we both struggled a lot when we were younger, uh, we both turned to bodybuilding and fitness competitions to not only grow in ourselves but also grow in confidence. Uh, Dana says that she felt lost growing up, and bodybuilding is what got her here. You know, to sign the WWE contract, to arrive to RAW and compete on the highest level. That's where our chemistry comes from, Charlie. We've become confident in our physical fitness, and doing so helped us become confident with ourselves. There's nothing that can stop us now. Uh, And then they both thank Charlie Caruso And they walk into their locker room Which is just a mess Shelves shelves are broken They're falling over Clothes are tattered Uh, The machine ball Medicine ball I should say is deflated It's just a grade A mess Uh, Someone was definitely in here Someone or someone's was definitely in here Really causing a mess
1: Oh no Oh no that's terrible Yes, yes it is What is
0: going on over on Raw, Ryan? I don't know, man This is why we need general managers (laughs) (laughs) That's why I got GM Page keeping everyone in line (laughs) Yes, baby Uh, Moving right along We got a nice tag match here The Viking Raiders taking on Bronson Reed and Arturo Ruas uh, Interesting The team of Reed and Ruas uh, Who end up getting the victory Reed and Ruas end up getting the win over Viking Raiders Ooh, big upset victory for them big uh big time match with big time boys um and big time stakes big time stakes uh well not huge not big time stakes i guess normal stakes um but a uh, big win at the very normal, least regular arguably arguably an upset win uh for reed and ruas over viking raiders but you know they're a comp- comp- competent team reed and ruas are so mm-hmm. uh the Godzilla? What is it? The, the the God? Not Godzilla. That's not his name. Thickzilla? Thick boy? Something like that. He's somethingzilla. Ozzilla? What? Uh, Bronson Reed. I was trying to think of his nickname. I couldn't think I of have it. No idea. I'm gonna look it up because I don't remember what his. Also, Arturo Ruas had one, I think. Arturo Ruas. Everyone has the nickname these days. Yeah. Back in back in my day, no one had a nickname. They were just they were just <laughs> Ric Flair. Then he didn't have any nicknames. Not none whatsoever. I mean, incorrect. But <laughs> nature Boy? Never heard of it. Uh, I don't know what you're talking <laughs> back. Back back in my day, he was just Ric Flair, and that's all he was. Nothing more, nothing less. MJ,
1: what, what did you show off? <laughs>
0: I'm not AJ. I'm old Pappy, Pappy. I'm old Pappy. I'm old Pappy. Old, Pappy. old Is, Pappy. Where did you come from? Where'd Ryan go? I don't know where he went. All I know that it was on Six the last time I saw him. Uh, and I, we just won the war over in Vietnam. And I was coming back home when I saw Ric Flair for the very first time. He was taking on... He was taking on Dwayne Johnson in a, in a great match that involved those two men. And Dwayne Johnson, of course, no nickname to his name. All we knew nope. him as is Dwayne, Dwayne the Main, which is a nickname we've never given him, but it doesn't exist. So,
1: what else is happening over on Raw? Ryan? Back on the, if, oh, if Happy, if you could get Ryan back, we would love to hear what, what happens on the rest of Raw.
0: Yes, I'm back. Uh, next up, oh, we got a video package uh we show a video package from a bar on new year's eve that's right uh the continuation of last week's storyline uh r-truth shelton benjamin drake maverick and mojo raleigh are all there at the bar drinking because you know what else do you do at a bar eat peanuts i guess um <laughs> mojo says he is hyped for the new year benjamin says that he can't wait for 2020 2020- 2020 to be over maverick said that it sucked uh truth tells him that this year has been weirdly pretty great for him and he takes off the 24 24 7 title and puts it on the table truth says that he you know he's won won that title and he had it for a very long time says he's getting a new job and he's really blowing up tiktok um (laughs) raleigh says you know then let's celebrate to you they grab a beer for truth truth immediately denies it but at first but maverick and benjamin egg him on Truth proceeds to drink the beer, and then we get a mashup of all them of them all drinking. You know, Truth is drinking a lot. Maverick is uh, throwing his beer into a plant. Uh, Raleigh is purposely spilling it on Benjamin. Uh, Benjamin says that he's driving them home. So basically, what I'm saying here is that our Truth is drinking, and everyone else is avoiding. Yes, but, well, they're all they're all acting like they're drinking. Our Truth is the only one actually drinking. All of them are faking it. Uh, eventually, Truth just gets wasted. He's drunk on the table, drunk in the chair, I should say, passed out, drunk. Uh, Benjamin, Raleigh, and Maverick all stare at each other. They congratulate themselves on a job well done. Uh, then there's a a pause, and Maverick says that they didn't plan what they would do after they did this. Then the three of them immediately grab... The three of them immediately grab the 24-7 title. They push Truth onto the floor. They all try to pin our truth but eventually, Drake Maverick gets the pinfall by using Truth's arm as the referee count. Oh, nice. Uh, the three of them continue to pin each other. Eventually, other patrons and wait staff become the 24-7 champion. Uh, however, the last person who gets the pinfall is Drake Maverick, who promptly escapes. Uh, we all come back to cut back to commercial, or cut back from commercial, I should say. We announced that Raleigh and Benjamin asked for a match with Maverick. And that's what we're getting now. Mikey, there we go. Have,
1: who would have who would have guessed that we were going to bring back 24-7 title spots?
0: There we go, baby. Thoughts on thoughts on that before I get into the, the, the triple threat match here?
1: I mean, I knew something was up when Benjamin Rawley and Maverick asked Truth out drinking.
0: Yeah, <laughs> something, something it was was something up.
1: clearly up there. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know if they were trying to get Buddy Buddy with him, now that he's a referee. Or if they were trying to get to the 24-7 championship.
0: Well, they've done it. They've gotten the 24-7 championship. So there we go. 24-7 championship match. It's triple threat. Shelton Benjamin, Mojo Raleigh and the champion himself, Drake Maverick, defending it. An um, official
1: match to the 24-7 title? Who Who?
0: who get, what? Yeah, well, these happen. These happen. We've <laughs> done these before. Um, the, the idea is that it's 24-7 rules, but if you have a match for it, the, rule, the 24-7 rule is suspended until the match is over. Oh, Okay. Um, so triple threat match proceeds and the winner of said match is going to be Shelton Benjamin.
1: Whoa, Drake Maverick not holding it for very long, huh?
0: Not. Well, I guess technically he held it from Thursday night, Friday into, uh, into, uh, Monday. So I guess yeah,
1: he had that, it for the weekend,
0: Had it for the weekend, uh, I, I, I like to imagine that Drake Maverick posted a bunch of photos with him in the belt over the weekend, celebrating the new year. Um, yeah. Probably. After the match, when Belgium, Benjamin is getting his hand raised, uh, he looks over and the referee is not the referee of the match, but instead it's our Truth. Truth rolls up Benjamin and counts his own three count, thus winning back the twenty four seven championship and quickly escapes from the ring area.
1: Is this an abuse of power?
0: Um. Yeah. Define. P- define power. Define abuse.
1: <laughs> is abuse of his referee powers uh yeah, yeah his referee
0: responsibilities i mean he ref he did what how is it abusing if he used it, they abused his powers he used it for himself uh, i guess <laughs> they i think i think it's all fair in love and war it's all
1: fair in the twenty four seven title
0: exactly right when the twenty four seven titles online everything's everything's fair game basically. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, moving right along into the next—oh, sorry, next segment. It's Drew McIntyre. He's standing in the parking lot waiting. Uh, when he sees Roman's car pull up, uh, and he takes a golf club and swings it at Roman's window, shattering the windows. Roman gets out and attacks McIntyre. We get a huge back and forth parking lot brawl, resulting in Roman Samoan dropping McIntyre onto a car's hood. Uh, Roman tells McIntyre that all of this could have been avoided if he just did what he was told.
1: Just, listen, just stay in line, man. This could have been avoided is what he's telling him.
0: Exactly right. If you, if you were actually doing what you were told, uh, when what my, my associate Paul Heyman told you, then uh, we wouldn't be having this problem. That's true. Your back wouldn't be in pain. <laughs> Your back wouldn't be in pain. <laughs> yeah. You fool. What are you thinking?
1: Uh, I'm I'm liking it. I, this is a good segment. I like uh, I like it being like. Listen, this wouldn't have been a problem. You just did what I told you to do, but you didn't. So now it's an issue.
0: Now now it's an it, it issue for me. It's an issue for you. Uh, moving right along. Next up, we have a singles match between Randy Orton and Cedric Alexander. The uh, Mustafa. Mustafa Ali and Ali in Alexander's corner as well. Uh, Randy Orton gets the win, and he wins with a spear.
1: Very interesting. It
0: almost sounds like Randy Orton is sending a little bit of a
1: message to a certain somebody. A certain somebody
0: that did not want to team
1: with him. A certain somebody. Who could that somebody be? Who else's finisher is a spear
0: over on Raw? Weird. Mm-hmm. Big E? No, Big E is on Raw. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's think. Let's think. Goldberg? Oh, Randy Orton versus Goldberg at WrestleMania. Oh, Ooh. there it There,
1: is. They're, you're hinting at it.
0: Hmm. <laughs> I guess we should also start thinking about having the possibility of Goldberg at WrestleMania uh, and maybe Brock Lesnar back. <laughs> I didn't think about that, but oh no. Maybe. Let's <laughs> start thinking about those people. Those people again. Um, Yes, Randy Orton uses a spear to get the win. I'm trying to get somebody's attention, Senpai. <laughs>
1: Oh, no. Notice me. (laughs) I don't like the idea of Randy Orton calling Edge Senpai.
0: (laughs) Notice me, Daddy.
1: Uh, Even worse.
0: Uh, Moving right along, we got a backstage segment of Daniel Bryan, who on Gable's behalf calls out Ricochet, telling him that Gable is out for blood, vengeance, and the United States Championship. Uh, But like with everything in this world, there are roadblocks. And when I demanded our rightful title shot, I was told there was someone we have to deal with first. So, Alistair Black, next week, Chad Gable challenges you to a number one contenders match. And then when we beat you, we continue our training and take down Ricochet.
1: I like the idea of, like, Gable
0: shouting from off screen being like, I never said that! (laughs) I... (laughs) <laughs> to me i like it too but i also but to, to, the canon of this is brian's cutting this entire promo gable's behind him just quiet <laughs> like he is not allowed to say it like he was literally told don't talk oh no um but hey but hey there we go so there so big news big news coming out of here number one contenders match between alistair black and chad gable next week yes
1: very big news i like that
0: Um, Speaking of big news, got a big, new, interesting match here, Mikey. I'm going to call it, with with the lack of a better name, the number 15 Battle Royal. Um, Okay. Because I don't have any sort of fun name for it. Um, But basically, the winner of this Battle Royal in the main event tonight will get the number 15 spot in the Women's Royal Rumble. Interesting spot to be fighting for, right in the middle. Well, I, I it's it's a solid middle spot, but things can get better. Uh whoever wins will keep that keep their spot in the Royal Rumble obviously, but they can improve it. Uh by defending it, not they're not defending the title, but basically if they win their matches next week and the week following that all the way up to the Royal Rumble, they get to improve their spot. Uh improve their entry point, improve, you know, every Every win, you know, you get two points. You know, go from 15 to 17. If you lo- if you lose, you go down in your spots. Um, okay. Whatever the final spot is, is the number you are having in the Royal Rumble. So okay. you, you can improve. Basically, you can improve with, what, one, two, three weeks left. You can improve your spot from number 15 to, what, like 21, I think. Uh, or it can, you know, anywhere between 21 and nine, I think, is what those numbers are. Okay, depending on your wins and losses for the next three weeks. I like it. Um, so we got all the women in this except Shayna Baszler, Nia Jackson, Tamina. None of the champions are in this. Um, oh. but the winner of this match of this Battle Royal, becoming the number fifteen spot in the Women's Royal Rumble, is going to be Peyton Royce. Ooh, big win for Peyton. Big win for Peyton. Big old win for Peyton. Uh, number 15 spot uh, In the Royal Rumble currently And she can obviously improve that With the weeks to, weeks to come So congratulations to Peyton Royce There's obviously other things that happen in this Royal uh, In this Battle Royal uh, In regards to Rhea Ripley Ruby Riott, Chelsea Green, Nikki James Liv Morgan, all sort of involved Of eliminations on each other and whatnot. not Um uh, Is there anyone else uh, Candace LeRae eliminates Bailey. Um uh what else? What else? Asuka is not in this. Okay. Yes. I'm not gonna have Asuka in this. I'm gonna take out Oscar. Interesting. Uh but Asuka's not in this. Um so basically it's a battle royal with Rhea Ripley Bailey, Candace Ray, uh Dana Brooke, Mandy Rose, uh Peyton Royce, Ruby Riot, uh Chelsea Green, Liv Morgan, Mickey James. Okay. That's, and Peyton Royce gets the win. That's your main cool. event.
1: Nice, nice. I like I like their them all fighting for the number fifteen. I like this idea you've put in play here. Yes. Of them uh yeah, fighting for this fifteen spot and then being able to improve it later.
0: Yeah, I vaguely remember a storyline like this in one of the SmackDown vs. Raw video games where your character was able to basically I think it was like get the spot from other people or or something like improving your spot, and I like the idea of.
1: I think I remember that.
0: Yeah, I don't remember. It might have been like oh six, oh seven, or something. But I, I vaguely remember it. I don't exactly I don't like remember it. this story to a T, but it was something along those lines. Of like, I like the idea of getting a spot in the Royal Rumble and like doing your best to improve it uh, mm-hmm. week after week.
1: Yeah, it's very, it's definitely interesting. Um, I personally love the randomness of the bingo ball the bingo wheel
0: that i mean that's fair you you can't go wrong with the randomness of the of the the bingo sphere yeah the bingo globe or whatever the bingo globe the the tumbler the tumbler is that is that that'd be a better word i I like the bingo the bingo tumbler yes 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 um but that's my night raw for you mikey thoughts comments questions concerns
1: i like it i like your uh raw uh i uh i'm still wondering why those people had bats i was assuming it's because they just destroyed the that locker room area but i'm not sure
0: i'll give a, a sly thumbs up to that
1: <laughs> uh there's some very interesting things with uh drew mcintyre calling out roman and roman being like nah, i don't feel like
0: it <laughs> <laughs> uh, all around just really good yeah appreciate it appreciate it uh yes you are right that uh uh, Nia Jackson, Tamino were using those bats to destroy Mandy Rose and Dana Brooks' locker room. Yep, that is what they were for. Uh, plant the seeds, um, <laughs> and yeah, the, the, gotta. I think after the Keith Lee story with Roman, it's it's like an opportunity to showcase the character of Roman Reigns here. I think that's yeah. what I'm trying to achieve, and so it's just sort of figuring that out. Basing it, obviously, off of the, the new character that Roman's doing now in the real life world, which is, I don't know, there's, there's, I think we're all, all still trying to figure it exactly out. Like, we all get the idea that it's like, I'm the head of the table. It's like, okay, what does that mean? And it's just figuring the characters out.
1: He's the best. He, he's, I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's also for me on my end, it's figuring that out and what does that mean when you're not the champion? You know, you can easily say, be like, I'm the head of the ch- table when I'm the champion. What does it mean when you believe you should be the champion, that you're the rightful champion, or you believe you're the rightful champion, I should say? And what does it mean to be like that? Well, it,
1: well, you don't have to come up with that, right? Because he, in his in his heart of hearts, believes he is the champion. So that's why he's saying he's the head of the table, right?
0: Yeah, and it, which is true, which is true. But it is the... This idea of like, okay, well, he's not the champion, so what is being head of the table, rightful champion? Like, what does he want other people to do, maybe mm-hmm. for him or with him or something? Like, and also, yeah. I like, and also the aspect that I don't have the usos, um, yeah. So, fig- like, figuring out <laughs> these specific character who's, details. Whose
1: table is Roman at the head at? <laughs> Yeah,
0: that's that's the question. It's like, where am I?
1: room in the head of that makes more sense. Okay,
0: we don't have like the family dynamic here, so it's it's mm-hmm. figuring these sort of things out. Yeah, um, it a
1: of... table. <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly right. Okay, that's it. That's that's uh, Monday Night Raw for you folks. Of course, you can go vote if you liked Raw and uh, vote in our Twitter poll at CountUpPod. But we're not done yet. Obviously, we have SmackDown ahead of us. So, Mikey, take us away with Friday Night Smack.
1: Yeah, let's get into Friday night. We have Sasha Banks opening up the show.
0: Hey, Sasha Banks, the bo- da boss, the boss. Who, who are, who do you think uh, Chicagoans uh, are afraid of at the workplace? The boss, the boss, the boss. Uh, fun jokes
1: for um, me only. <laughs> all right. So Sasha Banks opens up the so opens up SmackDown. She grabs a mic and she says, "So." The EST of the WWE is the next challenger for my SmackDown Women's Championship. Sure, she's been on a cute little win streak, and sure, she won the Battle Royal, but what she hasn't done is beat the boss. The boss. And that is a milestone she will never be able to add to her list. Bianca Belair comes to the ring to face Sasha, and she says, Okay, okay, okay. I see you, Sasha. You've always been someone I looked up to when I was in NXT. Always grinding, always had respect for whoever you were in the ring with, and most importantly, you never let the the success get to your head. Now, though, you've changed for the worse. You're cocky, you have no respect, and the biggest mistake you've been making is underestimating the EST. Come Royal Rumble, I'm going to beat that new attitude right out of you and become the new SmackDown Women's Champion. The two stare each other down before Sasha backs off and walks away.
0: Yeah, clap back at her. <laughs> clap oh, yeah. back at her, Bianca. That's what I'm talking about. I love yeah. it. I love it.
1: We have our and then after that, after that show opener, we have our opening contest. We have so- Sony Deville taking on Alexa Bliss, and Sony Deville picks up a victory.
0: Oh, solid, solid singles match there of Sony Deville.
1: After that match, we have a backstage interview with Dave Mastiff about his recent string of wins on SmackDown and why he separated himself from Seth Rollins. Seth was a good mentor for a while. He led me to some success here in the WWE. Even though he led me to the peaks he did, he also brought me to terrifying lows. Some of the things Seth did behind the scenes weren't pretty, and I finally became fed up. As for the wins, I feel like I've been better off on my own. I don't have to answer to anyone, and my success is on me, and it feels good. Uh, From off screen, we hear someone say, Feels good to be on your own, huh? Murphy steps into framing and he says, Seth was the only one on Raw who saw potential in us. He was our leader, and he led us to tag team gold. What you did to him is unforgivable, and let me be the first one to tell you, you're going to regret it. And I'll personally make sure of that tonight. Ooh! Murphy storms off, and the camera fades on Mastiff's face, setting up our main event tonight, Mastiff versus Murphy.
0: Ooh, that's a sweet chef's kiss of a main event in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Mastiff and Murphy. Oh, man. Speed versus power.
1: Yeah. Yeah, big time. After that, we have match number two, which is Morrison taking on Dominic Mysterio. And during the match, it's revealed that this match was actually requested by Dominic Mysterio last week.
0: Oh, Dominic. Look at that like that. Oh, interesting. And of course,
1: of course, Morrison is with uh, Andrade and Dominic is with Rey. However, in this one, Morrison picks up the victory over Dominic.
0: Okay, I mean, it makes sense. Morrison's got a little more experience. Um, I like it, I like it. Is there a reason why, is he, is there, I, I assume the reason Dominic asked for this match is because Andrade beat Mysterio last week. Beat Rey yeah. Mysterio, I should say now. So this is too mysterious. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah that that's that's the reason he he wanted a little bit of uh he he requested the match for a little bit of revenge or a, a, a chance at a little bit of revenge, uh but he doesn't get it unfortunately.
0: No, he does not. He does not receive it. Yeah,
1: he's gonna have um, to get it
0: a different way maybe.
1: Yeah, yeah they might have to team up or something. <laughs> after that match, we have an interview with the WWE doctor about the condition of Kevin Owens after the attack from Shabobo Joe last week. The doctor says while Owens did suffer some minor scrapes and bruises, he isn't seriously injured. And Owens cuts in and he says, Owens, Owens comes out of like the the door of the medical area and cuts into the interview and says, Mm -hmm. Joe won't be able to take me down that easily. I'll be fine. As for what he said about wanting another Intercontinental title championship shot, he's got it. At the Royal Rumble, I'll beat him again and I'll show him that my win wasn't just luck.
0: Ooh, there we go. Sending up the match. Mm-hmm. Kevin Owens, not down for the count. It is Kevin Owens after all now, isn't it?
1: Yes, yes it is.
0: So what, that means that officially...
1: Officially we have Kevin Owens versus Samoa Joe for the Intercontinental Championship at the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm.
0: Another chef's kiss. Another chef's kiss. Another great match in the books. will I could easily see. I could easily see you adding a stipulation to that match just based on the storyline and uh, the, mm-hmm. the second time of it. But whether or not that happens is the question now. Now we'll in see. it, yeah, we'll see. I'm watching you. I'm watching after, you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> after that, in, after that interview, we have match number three. We have Tony Storm with Piper Niven taking on Natalia. During the match, Tony has Natalia set up for the Storm Zero, and then suddenly, out of nowhere, Charlotte Flair rushes to her ringside and takes out Piper Niven. Whoa! Tony, Tony gets distracted, which gives Natalia the opening to lock in the sharpshooter and causing Tony Storm to tap out. However, Natalia doesn't release the hold, and Charlotte Flair throws Niven into the ring and locks in the figure eight. After both Niven and Storm are tapping, the two release their holds and stand tall in the ring. Wow. Wow. Yeah, new, wow! New new team forming here.
0: Yeah, I was just about to say new team forming here with Charlotte Flair and Natalia. Yeah, and taking on the uh, already new team uh, of Tony Storm and Piper Niven. Whoa, wow, look at that! Oh my God, what a great great two teams! After that, after that
1: match and that uh, brutal attack, we have a backstage interview with Natalia and Flair, and they ask them what that was all about. Charlotte steps up to the mic and says, we are the two most dangerous women on this roster. We, we both have incredible tactical knowledge, and we recognize that, and we realize that the two of us will be a lethal team. So here we are. We're going to take over this women's tag division, and no one is going to be able to stand
0: in our way. I like it a lot. I like the idea of Charlotte Flair returning from a bit, challenging for a title, not getting it, but immediately going into a different title program, teaming up with Natalia, a former rival where the storyline of that former rivalry was that, you know, you know, that flair versus heart difference, but now they've moved past it Mm. and have made it the ultimate combination, the ultimate team here. Terrifying. They realize
1: they're both very good. Well, they realize they're both very good wrestlers and that they'd be better off teaming up instead of going against each other.
0: Yes. Why 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 not, why not uh, guess- put aside the uh, who's better uh than uh coming together and winning more gold.
1: Yeah, and we'll see if uh, Storm and Niven have anything to say about that after they got attacked by the two. Mhm.
0: Mhm.
1: So after that interview we have a, a video package which is Scarlet Bordeaux sitting in a throne with an hourglass beside her and the sand is running. She says time, the great equalizer. Kings dictators, the most powerful people on earth, all eventually succumb to time. Even you, Braun. But you see, your time is running out quicker than most, because you decided to pick a fight with a man. Nay, you decided to pick a fight with a devil. This devil isn't happy about what happened last week, and soon, Braun, your time will be up. Scarlet knocks the hourglass off the table and it shatters, and the base of the hourglass spins to a stop, and it reveals that Braun Strowman's name was carved into the hourglass.
0: Oh, man. I feel like, Mikey, one of your strong suits is writing these stylized promos. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. when you have... When you get the idea of, like, the stylized program, those promo like this, like the Karen cross one here, the... Um, I think he did well with the Bray Wyatt one recently as well. Uh, I think it was last week. I think is when the Bray Wyatt one was two uh, weeks ago, two weeks ago. Bray yes. No. I think he did well with that as well. Uh, the Drew, I believe it was Drew McIntyre's Snake Drink one. Uh, <laughs> the Snake
1: Venom Alcohol.
0: Yes. Or going all the way back up, back to back to the break of a uh, Rusev Day. Like when you get the idea of like this sort of stylized promo. You are just so just so masterful at it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, it's you're really good at that it's, cuz it's like I can see the visual. I can see Scarlett Bordeaux saying all these words, or I guess just Scarlett saying mm-hmm. all these words and just it's just a great promo really sets up carrying cross who he is through Scarlett. Sets up his you know who he is as a devil and sets up him taking on braun uh Mm. i I thought it was great i thought it was great
1: thank you you. i appreciate that these are definitely my i guess it comes across but these are definitely my favorite types of things to write yeah just to me it's just so much fun being able to get that visual in people's heads and being able to like create this like this little promo. like sure we don't actually see it but like being able to try to like paint a what is it painting a master painting a picture with my words
0: yes Um, a word picture
1: yeah painting a painting a word picture for for you all to Mm -hmm. uh, to listen to i i really love making like uh, video packages are easily my favorite thing to write they've just become like my favorite thing to do because it's just so it it just lets me kind of go nuts creatively you know
0: yeah it's it's like one it's something that I wish WWE did more and I like I like to imagine like if through my directing brain I like to imagine that this is like you know in black and white and it's very stylized camera angles it's not just like Scarlet there's
1: of, there's like there's like smoke bellowing in some, yeah. somewhere
0: yeah there's not it's not just like Scarlet sitting on the throne just like randomly in the middle of the performance center it's mm-hmm. like you know. It's
1: yeah, definitely. Like you could tell, it's definitely like pre-recorded. Like it's like a set.
0: Yeah, like I, to, I, I like when you When the efforts put in there, and it's like you know we're we're doing this. This is what we're doing, having a set here because it, it it and that's just me with my directing brain of like what I imagine when I think of this promo, what my world word picture I guess creates. Or, I don't know, but you but I like it. It's it's the stylized sort of stuff like the visuals of like McIntyre in front of a fireplace drinking. Uh, this drink or or uh, uh, the Bray Wyatt stuff with him being scary Santa. Um, like it's just those sort of things. I just really like. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, after that video package, we have our main event of the evening. We have Mastiff versus Murphy.
0: Now, if Mastiff doesn't hear him here, I'm going to dog on you and tell you how shitty you are and how Mastiff better win. He's my boy. Uh, he's the best, and if you don't get him the win, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, uh, complain about you on Twitter, and say you're a bad booker. Okay, well, you'll be happy then, because Mastiff wins. Yeah, Technic-
1: Technically, no! Mastiff wins. Because during the match, Murphy sneaks in a low blow, which lets him hit a big knee on Mastiff, and, and he starts setting up for the Murphy's Law. But while he's setting up, we hear someone yell, Wait! And Seth Rollins runs to the ring and runs up to to Murphy and stops him from attacking Mastiff further. He hugs Murphy and he says, this one is mine. And he turns around and hits Mastiff with a big curb stomp. Oh my god. He he flips Mastiff over and he says, you chose the wrong side. And Rollins and Murphy stand tall. Now see, I say Mastiff wins technically because he wins technically by DQ. Yes. But... (laughs) murphy and murphy and rollins stand tall at the end of this one
0: god dang well fine i guess i'm happy that you you got me to be kind of happy of mastiff getting the win but uh you take my happiness out from underneath me but also the return of rollins the the arrival of murphy officially was early i guess early in the show but uh in a match continuing Mm. the murphy rollins connection and having them feud of mastiff i mean we talked about how i think it was last week or we talked about how silver platter is right there right the storyline of this is right there and now not only that but you get rollins back from uh paternity leave um it, the full the storyline's just right there right now the silver platter has been upgraded to a golden platter i guess
1: yeah yeah it's it's all it's all served up right like just I was just waiting for somebody to pick at it, and that and I was and that's what I figured I'd do, like right off the bat. Just be like, "Yep, this is the feud that's happening between Mastiff and Murphy and Rollins." Um, and this this former this former dominant t- team of the three of them is now are now enemies. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. we we were split into two sides here, and Murphy's still with Seth, and Mastiff is on his own.
0: Yeah, there, there could, there's going to be a lot of like interesting storylines in the Men's Royal Rumble. There's going to be, like, the LLC's going to be in there. I'm sure Mastiff Murphy Rollins will be in there. Uh, I'm sure One Nation's going to be in there. There's going to be a lot of, like, dueling factions all trying to, like, preserve victory.
1: Yeah. It's
0: going to be very interesting this year. It's going to be very difficult to book this year, but we'll get to it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I thought this was, is... Is that all for SmackDown? Yeah, that's it. That's the card. I thought it was really good. I liked it a lot. I liked, um, I like like I talked about like the Scarlet stuff. I liked the ending here, the main event, the arrival of Flair and Natalia as a duo, uh, the announcement of the next match the Royal Rumble, um, team, the final final teaming up of Dominic and Ray. I enjoyed. I enjoyed everything top to down. Oh, I, I can't speak without saying Bianca Belair as well. Her her and the boss. Looks like we'll get that match probably at the Royal Rumble, depending. Depending yes. on the spots, I guess. Um what do you got? Four matches possibly. Um Yeah, so we might get that. Um yeah, I thought it was really good. I thought it was really, really good. I really liked this a lot. I thought it was a solid Smackdown. I no no yeah. comments or concerns
1: no comments or concerns thank you
0: I guess it was all comments actually
1: (laughs) weird writing it but I I feel like it came together very nicely
0: yeah I felt the same way I don't know what it was about this week but it was like it it, I I like how I my raw came out but it was like weird trying to come up with the things I don't know it felt like I was writing from scratch in some ways but in other ways I wasn't at all Mm -hmm. mm-hmm you know what I mean
1: totally get it
0: yeah it's really hard to describe. It's it's I don't know what it is. I don't know what the, how to really describe that feeling, but that's how mm-hmm. I felt, folks. Yeah. So yeah, that's both of our cards this week. Mhm. Mhm. Uh, and with that, that means that uh those cards are presented. Again, you can go to Twitter at @countoutpod. The polls there all weekend. You can there, you can vote on which card you liked more, but we're not done yet. Um no, we're not. uh because what because of those polls uh, the loser then has to, uh, you know, we got to keep the show realistic. You know, we can't, we don't book in a alternate reality, uh, a perfect world. I mean, granted the pandemic doesn't exist in this booking, but uh, we don't exist in a per- perfect world where our people aren't getting injured or McGann doesn't have some sort of say. So the- these things happen. So we have to make sure we make it and adds a little fun flair to un- fun workarounds, fun restrictions to our booking, to make it a little bit more fun, easier, fancy-free, if you will. Uh, so because of that, we now have to roll the randomizer on the loser. So let's get to it. That loser was Smackdown. That means Raw oh, no. wins, baby. Raw is, the, the tide is turning in this war. And Rawl has another victory in its pocketbooks. All right, confusing well, good my metaphor bad for me. yes, that means I'm going to hit roll the randomizer on you. one of these reality changing alternate reality things will happen to you, sir. Uh, let's find out what that is going to be. Why don't we? Oh yeah. boy, old Pappy here, roll that randomizer. You play the randomizer rolling song uh and the answer <laughs> Thank you. Oh. The answer is a sickness. In sickness and in health. Oh no. Yes. Roll what D, whatever See what wrestlers gonna be sick for one whole week? You know, not that bad of a not that bad of a thing. You know, it's still still fine to uh have people be gone for a week or whatever. Well not it's fine for you, but uh you know fine it's fine to uh handle these things. So let's see, how many wrestlers do
1: yeah, so you get sick, sick. Yes,
0: yeah, so let's see. How many wrestlers do you got in your god dang uh roster so we got twenty-three men, we got thirteen women, we got two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, twelve plus three. We got fifty one people on that big beautiful roster of yours. So I'm gonna roll a okay. D Let's see what we they're got. only they're only they're only Did sick we, for a week, 50, right? right? Go on. Stop being a coward. Just Jesus, do it. Jesus Christ. I wrote a 16. I don't know why I got so aggressive there. You did. You got very aggressive. I wrote a 16. I wrote a 16. So that means that. Going on the faces, that's the 11. Same as is 12. 13 is Sheamus. 14, 15, 16. Oh, no. Mikey, terrible news. Oh, no. Bo Dallas is sick. Oh, what
1: am I going to do? Bo
0: Dallas has a common cold, and he's gone. What
1: am I going to do? You with Bo Dallas you can't come to sick. work all, my, all, all of my future plans they're ruined
0: I'm so sorry
1: in the toilet oh man Ryan just what are you
0: gonna do Mikey
1: devastating honestly
0: you, you just it's just you hate to see a star fall that quickly really You hate to see it, folks. You don't. You, you just don't want to see it. You know, it's just, it just sucks. It sucks. <laughs> oh, just awful. Just awful. Well, there we go, folks. That's it for this week's episode of Hit the Books. We hope you enjoyed your time here. Uh, we'll be back all next week with an all-new episode of Hit the Books. Like every week, um, prepping for the Royal Rumble down the road. Home stretch of the Royal Rumble, baby. Oh yeah. One of the one of the big four. I'm the big, oh, no. big, big four. And then, and then and once we hit the Royal Rumble, we're in WrestleMania season, so we gotta start prepping cool. we're, on the, we're on the road, baby. You know, you know we're on the road. We're gonna hit uh Suplex City. We're gonna hit um uh, uh the, the, the the we're gonna hit the uh Bagel Shop Goldbergs. We gotta hit. We got. It's not. We don't want to hit those spots. But you know how, like, when someone you're doing a car ride and someone always has to go to the bathroom way more than everybody else, so you have to constantly stop. Mm-hmm. That's Vince McMahon in our car. He's gonna have to constantly force us to stop at Goldberg's and Suplex City. Obviously,
1: obviously gonna need a beef wrap.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, obviously. I mean, come on, dude. Have you seen those? The beef. Have you seen the beef on those wraps? They're beefy. <laughs> Anyways, beefy <laughs> uh, beef. Yeah, you, if you liked, whether you can vote on whether or not you liked Raw or SmackDown this week, my version of Raw, Mikey's version of SmackDown, by heading on over to Count Out Pod. That is Count Out Pod on Twitter. Count at Count Out Pod on Twitter. The polls there all week <laughs> they there all weekend. So you can vote on whose card you like better. Was it Raw? Was it SmackDown? Uh your vote really matters here and you can you uh really turn the tide on this war potentially. Uh which did you like more? And you can easily, you know, reply to the poll. What why why did you like one card more versus the other? We want to hear why you like those things. I think that's uh more It's feedback for us. You know, why did you vote you liked Raw more? Why did you like SmackDown more? Let us know. Let us know. R- tweet at us, reply to our poll there. Um, You can also follow us on YouTube. You can also subscribe. Definitely subscribe to the podcast. Uh, Subscribe to Hit the Books to get more Hit the Books action your way. Uh, Make sure you get in your feed every single Friday when it drops. Uh, Mikey, anything to plug? Uh, We got Independent
1: Waters every Wednesday, so go check that out if you're into indie wrestling, where me me and my co-host Zach Batista go through the independent scene, pick out matches to review, and for your listening and for your listening pleasure we review those and uh give you give you uh some suggestions on where you should start if you're trying to get into independent wrestling like us or if you're already into independent wrestling some cool matches to check out if you haven't seen them before uh so yes. if you're into indie wrestling and if you like review shows go check that out
0: yes definitely 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 go check out independent Waters. great 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 show especially if you like mikey said you don't know much about independent wa- wrestling uh they're figuring out just like you are trying to try to potentially figure out. If that's your new year's resolution is to get more in independent wrestling, uh go listen to Independent Watchers. Uh you can also, I believe I released this episode is it coming out this Monday? I'm just check, checking my calendar real quick. Um no, not March. Get out of here, March. We're talking about January here. Um we if if I have it correctly, you can go check out um the hit the books, um, <clears throat> hit the books episode, not hit the books, G1 and only. I released a new episode of G1 and only last Monday. Uh, really, really great episode. I really, really liked it, really, really enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was very really fascinating. Uh, all about the G1 climax run of none other than the nature boy himself, Ric Flair. That's right, Ric Flair was, wrestled in New Japan Pro Wrestling, in the G1 climax. Back in uh, what was it, 1995, uh, 1994, 1995? What I think it was 1995. Uh, right is basically Mikey for you to know. Basically, Ric Flair wrestled in G1 right before what I think a month before Monday Nitro started. So, uh, very cool historic time for Ric Flair there. You know, getting to the G1 right before weekly TV starts for him. That's very cool. Yeah, very good episode. Uh, a lot of great matches. You can also watch one of the G1 Climax matches if you have a New Japan World subscription. Uh, him versus Keji Muto in a, a match that breaks the Keji Muto blood scale a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. The, M- the Muta scale, if you will. Uh, but definitely go check out the episode I released on G1 and only talking about Ric Flair's G1 Climax run. That is it for this week's episode of Hit the Books. We'll be back all next week with another episode of Hit the Books. Until then, we've got two words for ya. Book it.